0: It's time to swarm the 402! Welcome to the Nebraska Hawks. These guys are brave!
1: They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory.
0: Listen, these guys are way past their But they're still Hawkeyes! They're spreading the Hawkeye height. To all of Nebraska. Oh, the frost advisory is cancelled. Corn huskers More like corn supper. Are you ready for this?
2: All right, welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your beautiful Hawkeye oasis located in a nasty little Nebraska desert. (laughs) It's time for another Swarm, the 402 podcast. I am joined by Russell the Muscle, a.k.a. Russell Stover, and (laughs) Matty Ice in the house. Matt, how you guys doing?
0: We're doing well.
2: That's good to see your beautiful faces. We're down one man, Jerry. Um... Didn't show up today because uh, last week, Jerry didn't do so well in his picks. Uh, Jerry went two and seven. Oh. So Jerry was like king of the mountain sitting at the top. And he got dropped by a tandem of amazing college football pickers. Matt, Matty Ice jumped from the basement of the picks to very close to the mountaintop. Matt, yeah. you, went, you went six and two last week, which is very nice. As nice did job, Matt. Russ went six and two as well. Um, you guys did very well. I went five and three, so not quite fist as bump, long.
0: Jerry. Uh, fist bump. Russ, <laughs> Russ.
2: Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt's already missing Jerry, so um, yeah.
0: Sorry, sorry. That was Matt. A did, so Matt did you I just call me did. Jerry? I, I, <laughs> I,
2: almost. I
0: almost. Did. I'm used to like yeah. me, Adam, and Jerry, not me, Adam, yep. and Russ. So it just That's like true. flowed for a second there. I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I, I apologize. it won't happen again i promise
2: you just buy him a beer later and make up for it it's okay how many beer how
0: many beers deep are you right now matt maybe that's the 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 this is my first one. i had like eight ounces of a hazy ipa earlier but this is my first one. all
2: right and then Um, you know we have the picture of health russell the muscle just got back from the gym show us those guns baby let's see those bad boys in my He's mod. Yeah. yeah. Show us those. Show us
1: those. You, you you get a lot of wow. Uh, you get a lot of nasty uh nasty looks at the gym with this shirt on.
2: That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Jeez. That's all right. <laughs> all right, guys. We're getting. It is good for him. Helps them keep it real. <laughs> yeah. uh, after beat after beating Northwestern, they think they're going to win the national championship oh, yeah. now. So yeah. Yeah. coming. To, I have to remind them a little bit. So we were talking a little bit this week about ESPN College Game Day's choice um, for who they were going to be bringing um, their crew to this year. And um, a little bit surprised a lot of us. The number one game in the country by far, not even close. Number three, Iowa versus number four, Penn State. Now, ESPN College Game Day chose to go to the Red River Rivalry. And say that t- three times fast. Um, interesting choice. Um, Oklahoma not playing so well this year. Texas doing better than they have, but just not the marquee matchup that it normally is. Um, Matt, what are your thoughts on this? I know you have some strong opinions on w- why this shook down this way.
0: Yeah, Adam. Uh, the Red River Showdown, I Shoot think, out, whatever. Is- what a shootout, showdown. Yeah, whatever. They had to change it because shootout was offensive. <laughs> and you know my thoughts <laughs> on that. But uh, I, I really think they're just trying to build the brand of Oklahoma and Texas. So coming to the SEC, it shows their SEC bias. it's uh, I mean, I understand that Fox is coming ha- has the game, our game on. It has you know, the big noon kickoff on. But I believe game day's been at um, a, the same place the – that Fox has aired their game. Yeah. I, I, were, I forgot I was supposed to look that up, but I didn't add them. I apologize. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm for sure. I'm sure it's happened. It yeah, has that's happened. It's just it. I mean, and ESPN. I mean, they, they. You can't tell me they don't have the power to change it if they wanted to go to the better game. But it's a win for Fox. I mean, Fox is going to have huge viewership Saturday just for that one game alone. So, uh, I mean, there's going to be people watching the Red River Showdown, but. I mean, compared to what Iowa and Penn State, I mean, that's huge. So that's a, that's a big loss for, for ESPN, I think. And it's just to build the brands of Texas and Oklahoma coming into the SEC is, what, is how I see it.
2: I think the big noon kickoff show, Russ, on uh, Fox Sports is gaining steam. They have a really good uh, crew that does those. It's becoming more and more popular. And, you know, I was talking to Matt earlier this week, and it's just kind of interesting to think that – um you know, the whole ESPN, Fox deal with college football has become so political. It really reminds me of a lot of the CNN, Fox News type of thing where, you know, you go to ESPN, it's very pro-SEC, um, sprinkle in some ACC in there, and then Fox is, you know, very much Big Ten, um, a little Big 12 in there as well. So, Russ, what are your thoughts on that whole selection process and a big swing in the a swing and a miss by ESPN, in my opinion, on this one.
1: Yeah, I just I don't know what ESPN's thoughts are. I mean, how many times a year do you get number three versus number four, especially this early in the season? You know, it's early October, and we've got you know a, a game that's you know going to set one of these teams up for the college football playoff. Um, yeah, you know. Um, you know, Fox does, I mean, they're leading the, you know, they're kind of leading the charge here, you know, with the SEC bias, I think, you know, a lot of, uh, fans and people that I talk to around the nation are kind of sick of the ESPN following, you know, everything, SEC, SEC, and then, you know, during basketball season, it just goes to the ACC. Uh, so yeah. there's just not, you know, they're, they're just not fair and even with, uh, all the conferences.
2: Yeah, it's really gotten out of whack, and I feel like we're moving a lot more towards that model of um, Fox Sports, you know, everything being the direction of the Big Ten and everything on ESPN being SEC-driven. We're pretty much already there now. I mean, you're going to – if you blatantly skip the number one game in the country, number three versus number four, two undefeated teams to go to an – I think Texas – is Texas even ranked right now?
0: They are. Mm-hmm. Are they? They are. Yeah, they're twenty-one. Are they twenty-one? Oklahoma is ranked what seven or eight or whatever they are. I don't
2: know. Okay, should be twenty-one. Yeah, Texas
0: is ranked.
2: Yeah, so it's just you know another another opportunity for them to talk about Oklahoma and Texas moving to the SEC. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I think what that's it is. really what it is. Being the two new members, I mean, there's probably a better game in the SEC with Georgia going to Auburn on Saturday yeah. as well. Exactly. That's, that's, that's a good point exactly. there too. That, that's a. That'd be, that would be the SEC game that I'd want to watch. But.
2: All right, boys, we're gonna um, cover. The Iowa game from last week real briefly before we move into our picks for this upcoming week. But I want to take a second and introduce our celebrity guest picker here. We got a former Iowa Hawkeye joining us today. Um You guys get what? real excited. Do we got any guesses on who we got here?
0: No clue what's going on right now. <laughs> uh, Luca us. Luca
2: you got former Hawkeye Brady Ross right Brady here. Ross, hey, go. brother! Yeah. basically
3: Luca Garza. I mean, basically, basically about to let you guys Down or anything like that. Oh, it's even better. That's Brady awesome. Ross. How you guys doing? Uh, we're good. Doing well, good, man. Good to see you, man. Yeah, nice to meet you guys, Big Russ. I think you might want to move your camera back. You're hardly fitting in the hitting it, fitting in yeah, the frame for me.
1: Well I know I'm kind of like <laughs> leaning back and forth. I'm, I'm in my yeah. old man rocking shirt. <laughs> Russ is ripped. So he
2: makes us all look bad. So Swole, I know. Uh, that's that's a good looking shirt there, Brady. I, I I dig it.
3: I had to rep the the number one Iowa football podcast on all the land. And I'm also up past my bedtime just to be a do this celebrity guest uh, picking and that's awesome. That's uh that's what you get all when you're right. number one. We didn't, a, we didn't have a we didn't
2: have we didn't have a Hawkeye combine sitting out in front of your house to show up in like Ashton Kutcher did. So we don't have quite the budget for that yet. So uh, sorry about though. that, Brady. You definitely deserve it, though. Well, we'll get you there. I All right, right guys. Can you up in
0: a John Deere combine? Does that work?
3: It's good enough for me. I've I've. Uh, it's I've not black and 71. yellow. John one. Never the never the Iowa one. I've seen it. <laughs> um, but like I said, we'll get there.
2: All right. <laughs> We are on our way. Um, all right, guys, we're going to just cover real quick what your guys' thoughts were on the game last week. Um, it definitely went a lot better than a lot of us anticipated. Um, I think a lot of us thought Iowa was going to be able to pull this one out. Uh, pretty dominating on the defensive end. The offense came to life, 51-14. to Iowa took care of business with Maryland pretty quickly. Um, Iowa forced seven turnovers in that game. Five interceptions by Baby Tua. Um, We kind of talked about that last week before the game, that with him scrambling around the field, um, he's had accuracy issues in the past, and that that could come back to bite him. Um, uh, Patriots threw for 259 yards, which is pretty solid for him. He had a a good performance. Uh, Three touchdowns. So things went very well for the Hawkeyes last week. So we're going to start out with uh, Russ here. Russ, what were your thoughts on watching that game and um, how did you feel about how it shook down?
1: Well, I think, you know, last week I think I predicted that we would dominate just due to the physical nature of our team and the the, the brand of football that we're going to bring to Maryland. And uh, I think you could see that really after really that first possession, uh, our, our line play, I mean, we were getting, you know, pretty good push. I thought our offensive line looked a lot better than it's looked in the, the previous yeah. three games. Um, so you could see that we were going to be able to, you know, get uh, Tyler Goodson the ball and get a little bit of a running attack going. So felt pretty comfortable from the beginning. And then obviously the uh, interceptions came. And I mean, it was like a train running the poor kid over and, you know, the what the one he threw right before halftime there when he took hands and put him over his his face like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? I can't throw the ball anywhere. It was uh,
2: something to celebrate for sure. He was definitely shell shocked. No pun intended, turtles. Um, <laughs> things did not really go their way. Brady, I want to get your thoughts on, um, how much of the game you were able to watch and just with Potabomb out there, the great job he's done this season. He's been a huge impact and you being a guy that's played the position, you know, it very well. You know what it takes to be successful there. Uh, what are, what have been your thoughts on being able to watch, uh, watch Potabomb excel and also how well we did last week?
3: Yeah, being a Friday night game, I actually couldn't watch it. I was up in the booth uh, calling. Well, that's the right, Humboldt football game. But I was following along the play-by-play on my phone, and uh, it was a, it was a pleasant surprise. I I knew I, f- thought we were going to win. I expected to win, uh, but to win in that fashion on the road, against an undefeated Big Ten team, um, really spoke volumes. I think it was a statement uh, game. Um, but yeah, Monty's a great kid and. A great player, a better guy, you know, and everyone's seeing what he's doing on the field. You know, those are the things that I saw from him in practice as a young guy. And uh, now it's coming to light. So it's pretty fun to watch. I'm very happy for him.
2: He's had a really great year so far, and he's been just a huge help to that running game. And he reminds me a lot of you just plowing into the line, helping create a hole for the for. Uh, the running back, whoever it may be at that time, coming through, uh, whether it be Ivory Kelly Martin or Tyler Goodson. Matt, what were your thoughts on the game last week? It was pretty dang exciting to watch. It was weird watching a Hawkeye game on a Friday night, but a lot of fun.
0: It was fun. Um, I picked them to win. I knew I, I felt pretty comfortable coming into the game. I I thought that our defensive line was going to get Tulia um, out of the pocket and and uh, running around and I figured that, you know, being a young quarterback and he was going to make mistakes and our our ball hawk of a secondary was going to be out there and they were going to pick him off and create turnovers and fourth downs. And they did that. They did everything they were supposed to do and more. And it was a relaxing, fun game to watch I watched it all the way to the end. Yeah, the butt kicking was fun.
2: All right. It, it was nice. It was nice. So, um, being on the Maryland track here, we're gonna uh, look at Maryland's game coming up this weekend. Um, now, four and one, going to number seven, Ohio State right now. Ohio State is a twenty-one point favorite. Russ, who do you got in this one? Yeah,
1: you know, I did. Uh, you know, I did a little bit of research. Not didn't have the time this week to look like I did last week, but. Um, you know, Ohio State's defense right now is ranked 86th in the nation um, and giving up 397 yards uh, per game. They just don't, you know, they look great last week and, and kind of came out and ran all over Rutgers. And, you know, that was one of my losses last week. But, boy, they they just don't look like it. I mean, I think 21 is a big number for them to cover even at home. So um, I'm going to go ahead and take Maryland plus the 21.
2: All right. Matt,
0: what are you thinking there? I was actually going to take Ohio State. Uh, They haven't really, I mean, until they prove me wrong, I guess, they've covered some big spreads, and Maryland showed some of their Achilles heel last weekend. I just think that Ohio State's going to pour it on and get another. They're they're going to want to get as many big wins as they can because they're actually kind of climbing out of a hole, so they're going to win as big as they can. Uh, Tula was, had a
2: 76% completion rating before Iowa threw 55% against the Hawks. So, um, definitely didn't have his best game. And then we got Ohio State giving up 398 yards a game, like Russ said, or 397, like Russ said. So, um, Tula had only thrown one interception all season before. Uh, he played the Hawks. Now, Brady, again, we got a pretty big spread on this one, a 21-point spread in favor of Ohio State. Uh, the game is at uh, at Ohio State at the Horseshoe. Who are you taking in this one, Brady?
3: I'm taking Ohio State to win, but if we're talking the cover, um, I haven't seen any, either team play. Uh, I just know when I see 21-point spread Maryland coming off the big loss, I got to imagine a focal point for them is going to be to take care of the football. If they can do that, which I'm just going to guess they can. You know, no rhyme or reason to that guess cuz I've never seen them play yet. You just um, you just feel it. They should be able to keep it, you know, within 21. I would probably gun to head say that uh, they will keep it within 21.
2: All right. Next up on, on the docket, we have number 11, Michigan State, who's been on fire lately. Uh, Mel Tucker's crew going to Piscataway to play Rutgers, who's 3-2 right now. Um, the spread in this one is Michigan State is a five-point favorite, and this game's going to be on the Big Ten Network. Russ, who are you taking this one between Michigan State, Old Sparty, and Rutgers?
1: I'll tell you, Michigan State's impressive this year. I mean, they're just scrappy on both sides of the ball. You know right now they 're fourth in the big ten in yards per game uh, of four hundred and sixty seven yards in offense so i 'm um, going with Michigan State to cover the five and, and right. the five
0: yeah. all right, Maddie, what are you thinking on this one I agree with Russ on this one. Uh, I think Michigan State has showed some some spunk and some uh, impressive offense and defense and Uh, I think they win by a touchdown or more. Rutgers really hasn't proven anything, I guess, at this point, and uh, I just feel Michigan State's going to take them.
2: All right. Brady, what are you thinking of this one? Michigan State at Rutgers.
0: I
3: agree with Matt and Russ on this one. This stage in the season, I think, is where you start seeing success breed success, and Michigan State has a lot to be proud of so far, and Uh, That's going to lift the spirits of the locker room, and they're going to continue to improve, um, I'm guessing. And Rutgers is Rutgers. So I I think five (laughs) points is um, a no-brainer.
2: I'm going out on a limb here, boys. I'm taking Rutgers. I think they're going to pull this one out. I think they're a tougher team in the trenches. Um, Michigan State puts up a lot more yards and a lot more points, but they're not too strong in the passing game. So um, they give up over 300 yards a game. Um, passing and uh, Rutgers only gives up 186 yards passing a game. So I'm going to take the Scarlet Knights in this one. So I'm the, I'm the only good one on this one. So if I lose this one, it's going to screw me pretty good, but Hey, you know, you win, it'll help you. That's right. Yeah. You
0: gotta be, gotta be bold digger we'll go, go home. It looked like Brady right.
2: really liked that pick you
1: made Adam. He was a, he had a pretty good smile on his face. He's like, Oh, this is He's, easy. I know. This guy. I know yeah. nothing about
3: either <laughs> of these teams. I have watched I've watched Iowa, Iowa State so far this year. That's the only college football game I have watched. So oh boy. But, but Brady do Brady's I, do the opposite Br- of what I do. <laughs> Brady's
2: been in the trenches with these guys, though. So he knows from first hand experience. So he's not he's going up against a bunch of armchair quarterbacks here. So um <laughs> all right. it's okay. It's okay. Um next we got Wisconsin at Illinois. Um this one's a little bit closer than typically it would be in the past. The frightened, uh, fighting Brett Bielomas are, um, hoping to get a win here. They haven't had a win since week one against Nebraska. So, um, Wisconsin's not giving up too many yards per game, stopping the run really well. Um, Illinois giving up a ton of yards per game. This is a dog friendly show, by the way. So all, all the, all the dogs all the time. We love dogs here. What kind of dog do you have, Brady?
3: Little golden retriever.
2: Oh, that's yeah. your puppy, right? Yeah, that's right, dude. That's nuts. When did you get a golden retriever? I just got a golden retriever probably about a month ago.
3: We got him on the twenty seventh, the day we moved into this house. He's about nine and a half weeks old and just awesome. broke the twenty pound barrier.
2: Gee, I think <laughs> I think ours uh, our golden retriever is named Hank and he's about fourteen weeks old. So that is a crazy coincidence. That's nuts. great minds think right. alike, i suppose i guess jeez um i'm gonna have to give my wife the credit on that one she's the big golden retriever fan so um that was kind of an early early birthday present for her but back to the game boys we got uh that was our quick <laughs> dog break here uh wisconsin at illinois like we said again uh wisconsin is a 10 point favorite at illinois against the frightened frightened fighting brett Bielamas. russ who do you got in this one
1: I think it's the frightened uh, Brett Bielema's, to be honest. Yeah. You know, Graham Mertz, they've got him listed as questionable for next week. Uh, I, you know, I got to imagine even without Graham Mertz, I don't even know who their backup is right now. Mm. They can cover 10 points against Illinois. Illinois is terrible. Their backup's playing for
2: Notre Dame right now.
1: Oh, that's right. He is. Yeah. They have managed. 275 total yards against Purdue last week. Uh, they're a pretty poor team. So I'll take Wisconsin to cover the 10 points.
2: All right. Well, Matt, Graham Mertz, questionable. Like Russ said, he's uh, only thrown two touchdowns all year and six interceptions. So that sounds like stats I would put up if I went out there. Um, that <laughs> probably won't continue. I wouldn't think it's Wisconsin. So, Matt, who are you taking the frightened Brett Bielema's
0: or the Wisconsin Badgers? Well, with, uh, with the frightened Illinois football team, uh, I'm actually, they've only won that first game. Uh, they haven't won anything since they haven't really showed that they can win anything since I mean, they've been close a couple times, maybe uh, Wisconsin's played some stiffer competition I know they've got some injuries, some questionables, some whatevers, but uh, it's 10 points. It's Illinois. I'm taking Wisconsin. All right.
2: Russell the muscle, who do you got in this one, man?
0: Well, I just answered, didn't
2: I? Oh, you did, Yeah, You got Wisconsin. Sorry about that.
1: Yeah, we got a Brady. You got
2: us guys mixed up. I yeah. guess I did. Just the bald brother in it. I think I was uh, getting <laughs> lost in. I was getting lost in uh, Russ's twenty four inch pythons and totally <laughs> forgot who he had picked there. All right, Brady, who are you going to take in this Wisconsin Illinois game?
3: I'm not a betting man, but when I see Wisconsin minus ten against Illinois, I, I might just uh, sell the farm and throw it on Wisconsin on this one.
2: All right i um I agree with you guys. I'm hoping Illinois pulls this one out. I always just continually feel like Wisconsin's our biggest threat in the West, uh, but if we take care of business this upcoming weekend, we won't have to worry about that. So um all four of us taking Wisconsin at Illinois. so uh, moving on to the game of the week, we have number four, Penn State against number three Iowa at Kinnick Stadium um let's see here we got a spread it's pretty much a pick'em at this point like last time i checked it's like one and a half in favor of iowa it's gone up to two russ have you checked the spread on this one because it's moved it, but, around a little
1: well, yeah it's one and a half now I've
0: one and a half i saw half. two yeah
2: okay okay yeah it's been, it's been both um the game's gonna be on fox um big noon Kickoff's gonna be in town um i would not want to be um matt liner At all right now, um, or Reggie Bush, they're going to get a lot of flack from the way that they bagged on the Hawks before the, the Holiday Bowl, uh, pregame, pretty much not giving us a chance to win that game at all that USC had so much more talent than Iowa did and that the Iowa's just not going to be able to keep up. And we all know how that game went. So Hawks took care of business in that one for sure. So sounds like there's going to be a lot of signs. Uh, reminding those guys of the score at a uh, big noon kickoff. So Penn State at Iowa, um, it's really looking like it's a wash. Sean Clippard, quarterback at Penn State's thrown for over 1,300 yards, 11 TDs, uh, three interceptions. And we got, you know, our boy Spencer Patras is really coming on. 943 yards, seven touchdowns, and an interception on the year. Um, Penn State puts up some yards. They don't give up too many. Uh, Russ, who are you taking in this one? Penn State at Iowa, big-time game.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be great. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody's going to score. I mean, you know, you've got the number two total team defense in Iowa versus number three total team defense in Penn State. Uh, the only defense that's better in the country is Georgia, and if you've seen them play, I'd yeah. like to make sure we'd avoid those if we would make it to the college football playoff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, is, uh, it is impressive. <laughs> uh, it is. You know, Uh, Our winning margin, uh, we're uh, point margin uh, in victories is 33 points versus only 18 for Penn State. I feel like we've played some good competition again. You know, Indiana, Iowa State could help us out by winning a few more games here. Um, You know, I I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. You know, we talked about the point spread, the over/under on the game started at 42 and a half, and it's been bet down to 40. So you know, there's you know they're probably thinking like a 12 to 9, you know, somewhere around there. So um, I'll take Iowa to cover that point and a half and uh, off to the college football playoff and book my tickets for uh,
2: Indianapolis. So what Russ is saying is he, he feels confident, but don't go take a loan out of the bank and put everything on the Hawks. It's going to be a, a nail-biter. <laughs> All right, Matt, who are you taking in this one? Number four, Penn State, the Nittany Lions against the Hawkeyes of Iowa. Going to be a tough one. Who are you taking, man?
0: I am going to take the Hawkeyes as well. What I see in Penn State's offense is a a lot of similarities between them and Maryland. Um, I feel like our defense is going to turn the ball over. So it's going to come down to special teams play, who does better there, and it's going to come down to um, our offense and whether or not we can get anything going and – I feel like who we've played and what we've been up against throughout this season that uh, and how we've developed offensively the last couple of games that we can, we can get something going. We're going to control the, the, the clock as well. That's going to be on our side. We always do. Uh, We're going to run the ball well. And I just see us, you know, covering that point and a half pretty, pretty easily. Maybe Um, it's going to be low scoring. I think just like you were talking about Russ because the defenses are so good on both sides of the ball. But uh, I just think that we've got enough tools in our bag that we haven't shown yet because we haven't had to that we're going to pull this one off.
2: Very well said, Matt. I pretty much agree with everything you said dead on. I I think everything is going to really go down to special teams and whether we can create turnovers on defense, which we've done great at both of those all season long. Hopefully we can do it one more week. Brady, what are your thoughts? Number four, Penn State. Number three, Iowa. Big, big game. What are, What do you think is going to happen?
3: Yeah, I just uh, – I, I don't know if I'd take any defense in the country over ours. Certainly wouldn't take any punter over ours and put it wherever he wants it and flip the field no matter where we're at. And my boy Spencer Petrus doing what he does, taking care of the football and
2: putting it where it needs to
3: be. I'm fairly confident the Hawks can pull it out.
2: All right. So we got all four of us going for the Hawks. I I feel good about the game this weekend. Mm-hmm. I think that it's going to be close. I think the Hawks pull away late in the game. But um, like you guys all said, I think it's going to be a little bit of a nail-biter.
0: If I can interrupt, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Go ahead on the quarterback play with Petrus taking care of the ball on turnovers versus um Sean Clifford he's had an interception in the last 3 games so mm-hmm. i mean right there alone that that can turn the, that can flip the field in a hurry so gonna I think go we're, we're going to be
1: able to we're going to be able to rush to i think we'll be able to rush the ball i mean they've given up some some yards on the ground um they even you know they gave up 80 yards to Villanova yeah <laughs> and allowed villanova 15 first downs to only 20 first downs for them uh who's does villanova have a football team i didn't i'm gonna i'm
2: gonna i'm gonna shoot you straight i knew they had a football team but i didn't think they were division one in football
0: yeah yeah
2: they're they're clear they're a basketball school but i i thought their football program was like fcs to be honest with you, and nothing against FCS. FCS has got some great football. Some no, of those FCS some, teams uh, can come into FBS and beat FBS teams, but, uh, Villanova's apparently been pumping money to that football program and, and wanting to improve that, which is great. That's awesome. Sure. So, um, it's going to be interesting. We now we got a, is it, uh, Russ three, three PM kickoff on Fox, correct? Yes. Okay. All right. And Russ, I know you're saying, are you making it to the game this weekend? you going to do it
1: man i can decide i you know i doubt it i probably you doubt make it the drive yeah boy i want to be there and i've got a i've got a ticket and waiting for me i gotta pay for it, but i've got a ticket and waiting but
2: yeah well i've
1: got to, some family things to take care of
2: you'll never regret choosing your kids over football so Absolutely. That's, you're a good man number three number versus number four is a hard one to you know to to miss but I've Got to be there for the family. That's first and foremost. All right. And our last one, Brady's ready to get rid of us. We're super annoying. He's ready for bed. He's got a big day of financial planning for people to do tomorrow. Got a lot of money to make for his clients. So, number nine, Michigan Wolverines, Jim Harbaugh's resurgence. He is back at Nebraska. Now, boys, I know we all know who we want to win this game, but – who is going to win this game, Russ? We're going to go to you first.
1: I don't. I don't know how to pick this. I mean, I they're my two least favorite coaches in all of college football, not only in the Big Ten. They, I I really didn't even look up any statistics. I mean, we all saw. And heard all week how the, you know, Huskers are back and, you know, they're going to win the Big Ten West now. And uh, look what we did against Northwestern. Well, Northwestern has the 117th ring defense in the nation. Uh, Yeah. You know, basically play like a high school team. So, um, you know, that said, I don't know that I'm really a big believer in what I've seen uh, out of Michigan so far. I've only seen them play a little bit. So um, I'll go out on a limb and I'm going to take Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska can uh being at home I think they can Ooh. uh take that and plus three and uh and come out on top
2: all right yeah we got um and I don't even think I I mentioned that um what was the yeah Michigan a three-point favorite in this one so good thing Rust did his research and knew that so sorry about that guys I don't think I even said that Matt who are you taking Jim Harbaugh against Scott Frost
0: do, do we need do Brady say? to do his picks first? I feel like we need to let him go to bed here. Are you all right, buddy? <laughs> no, I'm good.
3: You <laughs> like, it's his
0: lap, and I'm like, where the hell did he go?
3: <laughs> I'm checking my uh, – I got 6% battery left. Oh, phone.
0: right on, right on. All right. Don't I'll worry. I, I
2: I think we'll be done before then. You'll be all right. Oh, oh, that's good. funny.
0: All right. Well, I've got Michigan on this one. I Nebraska lost to Illinois lost to Illinois they beat a couple teams that I don't even know where they rank in FBS they got to be at the bottom and the and they've just beat the worst team in the big ten right now this year so yeah. a three-point favorite uh, Michigan's rolling uh, they got a good defense they got a decent offense uh, I know Nebraska's defense is better Nebraska. than it's been in a long time but I there's' they're just, they're, they're just they just haven't had any competition yet, and as soon as they see it, and, the, and it is at Michigan as well, so okay. I'm taking Michigan all day long here.
2: All right, Brady, it's got a big one. You, you busted through that yawn there. We're in the home stretch, man. Who are we going to take here in this last one? We got Michigan at Nebraska, three-point spread Ooh. at Memorial Stadium.
3: I want Nebraska to win because I know they won't be able to handle the success and uh, Mm. it will just be another (laughs) meteoric drop because they're back and it's the nineties again. And yeah, you know, what have you. So I'm going to, I'm going to hope they're going to win. So I'm going to go ahead and pick them to win. Um, Okay. I think that'd be, that'd be really funny to see how they can respond to
2: that sort of success. All right. Well, I think with the with the three-point spread, I, I'm going to go with Michigan here. I think Michigan's playing a lot better football. They played better competition. They have better players on their team. Uh, I, I, and honestly, I think they have a little bit of a better coach. So um, I think everything – I don't think it really matters necessarily that it's in Memorial Stadium. Uh, I'm going to go with Michigan in this one to um, handle business against old Frosty. Show us that shirt, Russ.
1: Yeah, Frost Advisory is canceled.
2: Yeah, that Frost Advisory is canceled. All right, guys. Those are the picks for the week. Russ says put every bit of money you have on him. He's going to make you rich. (laughs) Totally kidding. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. I'm Brady. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule, raising a new puppy, planning financial futures. We appreciate it a ton, man.
3: We're doing it all, but thanks for letting me play along, and I had a lot of fun.
1: Yep, go Hawks. All right. Good seeing you again, Brady. Go Hawks.
2: Go Hawks. All right, see you guys. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.